0: We receive your word with meekness, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Is everybody happy? Okay. Um, I I want us to pray for two minutes. Is it too much? Yeah. Just pray for two minutes, right? I want us to pray for the U.S. Because I believe that one of the reasons why Um, the U.S. is in a mess the way it is right now is because the church has neglected to pray. It might not sound nice. I mean, nice for you to hear, but that's the truth. Most of the church has been sleeping in America. Not watching. Jesus said, watch and pray. Many have not been watching and praying. So I want us to pray for this country, for we want to pray against the spirit of deception that has so taken over the nation and the spirit of fear that has taken man's heart and people are, are doing really crazy things just because they are afraid. So I want us to pray. And pray more importantly for the spread of the gospel, that the message of faith, the word of faith, will get out to the U.S. Because if you look at what is happening, it will get to a point that no one wants to hear about the church anymore. You might think it's far, but the signs are showing that if we don't do something about what is going on, it will be hard even in America to practice your faith as a Christian. The U.S. is getting there, and we have to pray we really ha- I, I'm really serious about this. Spend time praying for the country. You remember, I remember I was telling you that the world is looking up to the U.S. and whatever happens here, they think that as long as it's happening in America or that I mean it's acceptable, let's let's do it everywhere. You know. So let's pray. Let's just uh, open your mouth and pray for the U.S. Pray for this country. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I want, I want you to pray. God wants to hear your voice in a seed for this nation. Thank you, Father. We thank you for the U.S. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Thank you that you so love this nation. And you've raised men and women up who have been a, a huge impact for the gospel all around the world. And, Lord, now we intercede for this country that the voices of faith will not be drowned, in the name of Jesus, we cut off the spirit of deception and faithlessness and fear from the heart of men. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, that the church of Jesus will be triumphant in this nation. Thank you, the Lord. Our is given every minister of the gospel to preach the gospel with boldness. We come against every law, every legislation against the gospel, against the church, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. The church will never go down. The voice of the church will not be silenced. in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are coming for a triumphant church, a glorious church, and we will be standing strong changing our society before you come lord thank you thank you we refuse to have the devil take over we refuse to have the devil usurp his authority in the name of jesus we cut him off we cut him off the people we cut him off the government in the name of jesus thank you father we proclaim that the name of jesus is the supreme name that reigns over the u.s in the mighty name of jesus thank you heavenly father we give you praise We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I encourage you to continue to pray for the U.S. Because we are watchmen. We are supposed to watch the nation. Don't be consumed by the news. You can make a difference in America. And I'm really passionate about the U.S. Because the Lord has used this nation to bless the rest of the world. But I feel that, let me tell you this, I feel like America needs the gospel more than Africa does right now. I mean, this is a land of so much knowledge, but you look at the spiritual darkness in America, is really huge. You have, be, you have to be spiritually ignorant to think that everything is all right. No, the U.S. needs God. And 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 we have to pray. God's people will have to pray. I, I'm really encouraging you to pray. Because if you are sensitive in the spirit, you realize that we need to pray for this country. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, what is my title again? Okay. I was hoping that I, I don't cry today. Because when I get emotional, I can start crying when I'm praying. So thank God I didn't speak in tongues. So, all right. So my first scripture I want us to look at is Second Timothy chapter three verse one to five. Uh, it says, um, "This know, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boosters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection." Truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. The the fifth verse is what I want you to know. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. You know, you can say that, oh, the first one, that those ones you read, it doesn't really apply to me. I'm not stubborn. I'm, I mean, I'm not high-minded. I'm not a lover of pleasure. I'm in the house of God. But look at this one. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. You can be going to church, but you ignore the power of God that you have as a child of God. There are many who have rejected the supernatural because everything these days, if it doesn't make common sense, it has, it's not accepted. If it, is, if it is not scientifically proven, you are stupid. But you have to be careful because, listen, the gospel that Jesus brought cannot be validated by science. Having a form of godliness. They show a religious activity. They go to church, but they deny the power of God. They don't believe in God. God doesn't save anymore. We believe that God can do some stuff. But I mean, like when we come to the real stuff, let's 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 look at let's look for the aspects. They put God out of the window. We are in the last days and we have to Make sure that we are walking in the faith. You know, the Bible said for us to examine ourselves to see whether you are in the faith. You have to personally examine yourself. Do you trust this Jesus more than you trust anybody? Who is your hero? Who are the most important people in your life? Who are those you regard as the supreme people? If you assess yourself, you might realize that Jesus is not number one like you profess. Because your daily decisions actually is a revelation of who is the most important person in your life. You know, anybody can say, I believe, I believe, oh, I believe in God. But your daily life, your daily life is what shows what you really believe. So you can look at yourself and see whether you really believe in Jesus. You can do that, and God wants you to do that. I don't want to get emotional. I, I'm getting emotional already, but let's go. Let's, let, let me read Philippians chapter 3, verse 17 to 21, and I'm reading that from the TLB, the Living Bible. It said, Dear brothers, pardon your lives after mine, and notice who else live up to my example. There are godly examples that are given to us, O oh God. And God wants us to live according to them. for I have told you often before, and I say it again now with tears in my eyes, there are many who walk along the Christian road who are really enemies of the cross of Christ. I, I, I don't think maybe you might want to see this. their future is eternal loss. And listen, listen to the reason why they are called enemies of the Christ, for, for, of Christ for they are God. Is their appetite. They are proud of what they should be ashamed of, and all they think about is this life here on earth. All they think about is this life here on earth. What do you think about? What's the most important thing for you? Do you think about there are Christians who have never thought about they don't even want to think about heaven. (laughs) <laughs> they don't want to think about ever leaving here. I mean, they want to live here. Left with them, they should live here forever. When you talk about the rapture of the church, that Jesus is coming back soon, some get really disturbed. But He says in the last days, this is what's going to happen. He said, when, uh, but our homeland. Look at what He says about us. He said, but our homeland is in heaven, where our Savior, the Lord Jesus, is. And we are looking forward for his return from there. You see that? When he comes back, he will take these dying bodies of ours and change them into, his, into glorious bodies like his own. Using the same mighty power that he will use to conquer all else everywhere. Hallelujah. So your citizenship is in heaven. This is not your home. I know you have a house, and you have good cars, and uh, this is America. You have a lot of good things happening here. So, I mean, you think this is heaven on earth. Where do we want to go again? But you have to remind yourself that you don't belong here. Jesus is coming back really soon. And you have to prepare your heart. Prepare your heart. Prepare your heart to meet the Lord. Because could, the Bible said, "Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world." If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So you have to you have to check yourself to see whether you are holding to the world, or you are you are you truly trust this Jesus, and you want to you want to be with him forever. Okay, let's read from Jeremiah chapter seventeen, verse five. to says, "The Bible said, thou seest the Lord curses the man that trusted in man.'" and make a flesh his arm, and whose heart departed from the Lord. For he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land, and not inhabited. So, wh- where is your trust? I, I mean, you need, these are questions that you have to ask yourself. I mean, it's easy to say, oh, I trust God, I believe in God, God is number one in my life. Anybody can say that. You know, the Bible says that demons, even devils, believe and they tremble. But I want you to make a personal assessment. Is this Jesus the number one person in your life? You might even think that Jesus is an ordinary man. I heard somebody say that um, if Jesus was on earth, he would have taken the COVID-19 vaccine. You don't believe in Jesus. That is to think that Jesus was a man. That is to have the understanding that Jesus was an ordinary man. This was God Almighty. What are you talking about? God in human flesh. Oh boy. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I dare believe in Jesus. Believe. Believe with all your heart. Believe it with all your heart. I want to I want, go to Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Let me talk. Maybe this part will make me excited. I'm, I'm a little down right now, but maybe it will make me excited. Let's look at Abraham. Praise God. The, an extraordinary man of faith. He says, verse 17 says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him also, before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead. And call it those things which be not as though they were. Who again so believed in hope that he might become the founder of many nations according to that which was spoken? So shall thy seed be. And being now weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of serious womb. Now let's, 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 let's think about that story a little bit. Abraham was ninety-nine years old. Am I right? If my Bible knowledge is correct. And, and the wife was ninety. And that was when God showed up and said, you're going to have a son. Uh, let's advise Abraham. Please, let's advise him. Let's be, let's be, let's use common sense. Please, let's bring the scientists, the scientists to tell him that you are crazy. You can't give birth at that age. Abraham, what's wrong with you? Please, let's advise him. But that's what is happening in our world today. The voices of faith have been silenced. Now, let's trust the experts. It looks like there's no God anymore. I mean, you should be troubled in your spirit as a as a person of faith. Because I believe Jesus is real. The The gospel that we preach, listen, I won't preach it if I don't believe it. I don't preach for people to know I know how to preach. It doesn't mean anything to me. I preach it because it is true. That you can put your faith in it. Why why do you preach? Why do you want to tell people about Jesus? Why do you want to share the gospel? Is it it so nice to stand before people and be talking about something that that you can't even relate with? I don't want to be that kind of a preacher. No. Because that, that doesn't mean anything. I dare believe in Jesus. I dare believe with all my heart. With all my heart. I believe. He says, this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. When, have you, when was the last time you cast out a devil? I wonder there's a devil, you're, calling, you're crying for the pastor. <laughs> Where's the pastor? Let's call, for, let's call for people who have faith. It's not about faith. That, listen, you have to use the name of Jesus. You have the name that is, I don't know how to say this to you. But it, it's, it's amazing to see the level of unbelief in the house of God. When, listen, when I, when I feel a pain in my body, the first thing I say is not to go look for a drug. Heal in Jesus' name. I've done this for years. And it works every time. So I, I, it, I'm surprised that it looks hard for people. You have to begin to use your faith. You begin to use the name of Jesus. The Bible says we live in his name. We live in the authority of his name. Listen, you can't just act like you're an ordinary person who is not born again and, and you are struggling like everybody else. I remember, let me share this testimony with you. Some of you have heard it. I remember when I was in the university in Ghana, my undergrad, we had a a situation on campus where we had armed robbers who regularly came to campus and robbed students, raped some some females. It was really bad. So in the evening at 7 p.m., when it's dark, nobody can go out. Everybody was afraid. And I got troubled about the situation, and I began to pray. I was asking God for the right kind of guidance to deal with the situation. So the Holy Spirit told me that I've given you authority. I've given you the spiritual authority over this campus. I said, okay, thank you, Jesus. So I will go out in the night, and my roommate then was like, you need to be very careful. Yeah, something bad could happen to you. you have to, I said, the Bible says, be careful for nothing. I said, I'm going to go out and come in any time I want. I'm not going to allow some little demons troubling some guys to disturb the activities on campus. I said, I'm going to go out. So I will go out. They would warn me. They will say, you need to be very careful. You need to be careful. I'm like, the Bible says be careful for nothing. Have no anxiety about anything. So fast forward. Let me tell you what happened one day. I went, to, I went to visit a friend of mine, and we regularly were sharing the word of God, encouraging ourselves in the Spirit. And we, when we, those days when we meet, all we do is talk about who we are in Christ. We would say, the, "The righteous is as bold as a lion." Glory to God! I'm bold as a lion. I'm bold. We talking to ourselves. It's that if I, 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 I'm full of the Spirit. We are encouraging, that's what the Bible says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. So you can, you can energize your spirit by talking God's word. When you speak the word of God, your faith is activated. So we would do that as he is, so am I. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And we, we talk like that. And it is late, Mind is very late in the night. And I have to walk back to my dorm. And so my friend left me. And I got on the street. I, I'm in this dark uh, path with a lot of bushes, grasses everywhere. And this little path, I was walking the road. I was walking, and oh boy, I it, it, I can see it like it happened yesterday. I saw two two guys came from opposite direction with knives. One came like this, the other one came like this, and they were rushing toward me. takabai. I was I. I wasn't afraid. Instead of running back, I charged toward them. I said, Basata. I spoke. I, I didn't know what I said in tongues. But I was full of, of the courage of the Spirit. I wasn't, I wasn't running away. I, I, I was furious. I said, it, it, maybe in my spirit, I was like, Who are these? F- where, where did you come from? I spoke in tongues so loud. And those guys who were coming to attack me, They fled. Because, you see, when we use what we have, we will always win. We will always win. Jesus is not a religion. I told you, Christianity is not a religion. It's not a religion. I, my, I told you, my father was, was a, a traditionalist in Ghana. And he was a religious man. I grew up in seeing religion. It didn't work. I don't want to be part of anything that doesn't work. If Jesus doesn't work, it doesn't work following. But he's, he's, he's Lord of all. Hallelujah. So we've got to be bold. And this is a beautiful part of the testimony. What happened was, after they had the encounter with me, they didn't go back home. And the security had tried to get them. They couldn't get them. But that day they met me with that experience. Those two guys, they didn't go home. They, went back, they came back to campus to do those nefarious activities. They were arrested. They were beaten so bad, they took them to all the dormitories on campus. or oh, they nearly killed them. The women that they had raped, the ladies recognized them. But imagine, imagine if I ran into my room like everybody else. We will not have the glory of God. The glory of God will not be manifested. We are supposed to be bold. Even when when it requires that we be standing alone, God wants us to do it. Hallelujah. So be bold about the gospel. Be bold about Jesus. Praise God. Be bold about the authority that we have in Christ. He's given us, imagine, imagine this, imagine this. He says, all authority. Oh, dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Glory to God. How can you know this and live an ordinary life? How can you know this and you ask? No. You have to wake up. Wake up to who you are as a child of God. No. There's something that Paul said. He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. The life I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. In other words, we're supposed to live his dream. Jesus saw what I could become. He realized that if he, 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 if he died, I was going to believe the gospel, and my life was going to change. So he was, he was ready to endure the cross, because he saw Levi coming. Levi was going to come and believe the gospel. I refuse to live an ordinary life. No. I'm going to live and be all that Jesus died to make me. Praise God. I'm going to live in faith. I'm going to put the devil where he belongs. I'm not going to allow sickness in my body. I'm not going to allow Satan to have his field day. No. I'm going to be in charge. Dominating my circumstances. Hallelujah. Praise God. I can't believe the time. I have six minutes. Dear Jesus. Okay, let me let me go quickly to uh, Hebrews chapter 11. I want us to look at our brothers and sisters, those people who are our examples, those people who have to copy. Your, your heroes should not be the scientists of the world. I don't know. I, I made up my mind not to talk about COVID-19, but I'm not talking about it. Trust me. But you can have the scientists as your heroes. I believe God gives wisdom to people, but he, doesn't, he has not made us to put our faith on human beings. So, he said, "So Hebrews 11 is, is a hall of faith, and I want you to see what God says about this great man of God. And what shall I say more? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and Jephthah, and of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. Boy, look at that. Who through faith subdued kingdoms. Praise God. Wrote righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions. In other words, when they were time to stop the mouth of lions, they were there to do so. You remember, you remember Daniel? Quaint the violence of fire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego escaped the edge of the sword. When, when it was time to escape, they escaped. Out of weakness were made strong. Praise God. Wax valiant in fight. Turn to flight the armies of the aliens. Praise God. Go, 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 go on. Women, re- other women receive. Is that all you have for me? Go to the next verse, please. Yes, women receive their dead raised alive again. Praise God. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. These are the last days. You have to stake your claims on the gospel. We can't be caving in under the pressure. We are different. We are people. We are the hope of the world. Jesus is the answer. Maybe let's continue. Is that others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better, a better resurrection. And others had trials or cruel mockings and scourgings. Yay, more of our bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sun asunder. were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin, being destitute, afflicted, and, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And, all, and, and these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. And, and the Bible said God did that, that day without us should not be complete. Hallelujah. So the, these are guys we should copy. Maybe I, I, I didn't give it to you. I didn't give that verse to you, but he, Hebrews 11 verse two says, it said, who to follow those, the Bible says, "Follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises." okay? It said by, by faith, the elders, verse 2, obtain a good report. God bore testimony of them. Do you know that the book of Acts is still being written? I, don't you want to get in there? We can be coding Shadrach, Meshach, and go, Where's your own testimony? You've got to have your own testimony. You've got to prove the word of God. I remember I talked to you about how we were going to be in an accident. I was traveling on the road. And the vehicle or the car was was, getting, was involved in an accident. People were shouting everywhere, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And I said, in the name of Jesus. The vehicle I commanded you to stop. cease in Jesus' name. And the vehicle vehicle stopped. Everybody came out alive and giving praise to God. I remember six months ago, uh, an international student had on her 21st birthday. Can you imagine how wicked the devil is? On her 21st birthday, she fell ill and they rushed her to the hospital. They said she had leukemia. So I got to hear about the situation and I was praying. And the spirit of God said, you need to go pray for, for her. So a friend of mine took me there, and the, the mom came from Puerto Rico to come take care of her and stuff like that, to the hospital and all of that. So they came back home, and I went over there to pray with them. And we, we spoke in tongues, and I laid hands. I said, in the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be healed. Everybody jumped. They've, they've never heard anyone shout like that. I, I went there with the authority of Christ. So a friend called me two days later. Hey, there's a testimony. I don't want to mention the girl's name. She's fine. She doesn't have cancer. You, you say, ah, did that happen? I thought you said you believe in Jesus. I thought you believe. Jesus said, hey, all things are possible to him that believeth. All things are possible. Act like all things are possible. Act like you have authority in his name. Live in his name. The Bible says, it will come to a time that people will live in the name of their God. We will live in the name of our, the Lord our God. Hallelujah. So we live in the name of Jesus. We live by the, no one in the Bible said, in what, whatsoever you do, in word or deed. Do all in the name of Jesus. Please don't live like you don't have the name of Jesus. It's an It's embar- an, an embarrassment. To live as someone who doesn't have Jesus. You have Jesus. Live in his name. Live in his wisdom. Live in his word. Walk in the light of his word. For these are dark days. And God wants us standing. Standing strong in our faith. Standing strong in the gospel. Working the word of God. Living in faith. Walking in the light of the scriptures. And when Jesus shows up, we'll be glad that he came. And we will be excited to go and be with him forever. So, um, that's what I can share with you and time will allow me today. So, thank you. I didn't shout too much. I, I, I initially planned to shout, but I got emotional. So, let's thank the Lord for a beautiful day. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. Lord, I know that we can hear the most religious things, the most righteous things, and not be able to make impact. Precious Holy Spirit, I'm asking you that with the words that we've spoken tonight, you will use these words to inspire faith in their hearts and to cause them to walk in the light of the Word and make them recognize what they have and who that you've made, the persons and the individuals that you've made us. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you that all the glory is yours. And I pray for everyone who has heard me tonight. The Lord the blessing of God rests upon them. I pray for anyone going to a challenge, a difficult moment. I pray for an intervention of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. I pray for a testimony, a shout of victory. You have a shout of victory. There's a victory for you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We worship you for tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.